Hello. Hi guys and welcome back. Right guys, welcome back to the Spice Guys episode. What are we on? It's seven. I no, I think it's eight. I think it's eight, you know. It's going to be 50 at this point. Oh, mate, you hit the half century. Raise the bat. Spice Guys FM. It's so weird. Do you find it so weird that we're on Spotify? Oh, number eight. There we go. Number eight, peeps. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a while, but um, I think both Leroy and I have been uh, been pretty busy at the moment with the uh, with the peeps, with the classes. It's funny. It's funny. We'd be like, oh yeah, can we can we do it on Friday? It's just like get to the stage. It's just like both it's just like oh shit. <laughs> and it's like both on Saturday. It's like oh. Shit. You know when we said when yeah. we when we said we were going to film it on? I think it was. Oh, yeah. I think it was like fucking Thursday or something like that. You messaged me saying like I'm waiting at the gym for you, man. I was in the bath, <laughs> like, just, like chilling. I was like, oh, right, yep, yeah, no, busy. <laughs> there's one where you're at the GP, wasn't there? And oh, then, yeah. And then there was age. one. There was one then that I, I, I. Well, yesterday I was, I was um, celebrating my dad's 65th, so oh. I was a few beers in. I didn't want to. I didn't want to gift you with that pleasure of me talking rubbish. Felipe Ropey this morning. Um, yeah, I mean, about a few San Miguel's. The Beverages. San Miguel. Yeah. Is that your choice? No, not really. What is your choice? So um, say, say you go, like, all right, we're in spoons, okay? It's Friday night. Depends what they have on tap, to be fair. Like, um... Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> fuck bottles. Anyone who drinks beer out of a bottle in a pub can literally, like, what is wrong with you? Are you are you, you have brain damage? Like <laughs> not like genuinely like when I work behind the bar, when I work behind the bar at the Bedford, and you got an incredible selection of beautiful lagers on tap and draft. And then they're like, nah, I'll have a Peroni. <laughs> did you um did you work with Ralph? Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph, yeah mate, Ralph was a legend. He was my manager's old boss, but um, I got in trouble once because he gave me like loads of love bites when I was really drunk, right? <laughs> yes, he's right. Hear me out here. So then I was going on holiday the next day and my ex-girlfriend at the time saw that I had all of these love bites on my neck from this dude <laughs> called Ralph. And I had to try and convince her, you know, I was just literally like, this was Ralph, I'm telling you, this was Ralph. And then she was like, are you, you know, are you batting for both teams? And I was like, well... I'm not because this dude literally just grabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Ralph is a fucking legend. I remember, like, my phone died as well when I was on the phone to um, on the way on the way to Scotland. Oh, I think I was going. Dodgy. I looks dodgy. But no, I remember. I remember when we when I used to work at the pub. Like, you couldn't bend down to pick a glass up if Ralph was in the vicinity because he would just give you a massive slap on the arse. <laughs> and like, we like trust probably... trust me, like. Ralph, mate, you have a powerful slap. You are packing heat behind that slap. <laughs> this, this is not how I thought the first part of this episode would go. Right, um, on, to, on to actually what we're here for. So this week, I think, in fact, to be fair, I think, I think over like the past month, both you and I have been through a bit of a whirlwind mentally, haven't we? Like, I think this week has been... 
I think one of the things we wanted to chat about this week was the changes and obviously you got a few things going through your head about like big life decisions that you're going to be making in the next sort of three, six months or so. What is what's sort of going through your head on that front? It's weird, it's weird to be fair. I mean, obviously you've got the pros and cons of everything and, and like if it feels if it feels scary, you're probably close to the the success side of it. But obviously like taking that taking that leap of going from like a fairly comfortable like zone to an area of unknown is it 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 takes a lot of like trust trust in the process which which sounds you know a bit a bit lame to say but don't bring out the accent again about trust in the process <laughs> don't yeah no but um i know what you mean it's just like backing yourself isn't it when you make a when you make a big, big decision like that, it's about backing yourself and being like, right, this could go wrong, but like... You only live once. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag YOLO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even rehearse that. That's huge. Like, cue it in, cue it in quick. Uh, um, it, no, it is true. It is true. Sometimes you just got to take, you got to roll the dice. You got to give it a shake. You got to be like, bam. Sometimes some of the best things that have ever happened in my life and mm. I can think of quite a few yeah have come from just taking a massive leap of faith and like sometimes and sometimes like like don't get me wrong it's it, I reckon it's probably like 50 50 taking leaps some of them have absolutely flocked like big time like some of them have been a real fucking shambles but it's your first attempt in learning lads exactly if you fail first attempt in learning yeah boy failure is the best opportunity for growth and learning exactly. that's what i always tell my clients if you fall off the wagon with your nutrition you learn you'd be like getting your horse <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> <laughs> if you fall off the wagon getting your horse no, Surely it's if you fall off the wagon, you get a new wagon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you... if you fall off the horse, you get a new horse. Same horse. Yeah. All right. All right. Nice. Long story short, it is the horse's fault. Get a new horse. If he's kicking up, just tell him who's boss. Mm. I'm joking. Right. You were saying the serious thing there, and I can't oh, ruin it. I actually can't remember. Mate. No, you were saying you were saying what you tell your clients about, you know, first first attempt in oh, exactly exactly learning new new things like me and H aren't perfect as well when it comes to fitness we're still learning new things oh mate um, trust me and nobody like in the fitness game is perfect well um, I think that's the thing like that's one I think I was always quite closed-minded when I first started training I was always quite closed-minded I saw anyone anyone giving me any feedback as criticism and I'd sort of shut that out but now like it's the most positive thing to just accept feedback and like like the more knowledgeable trainers in you know, like people like Matt and Aaron and stuff like that. Like I, if they're on like walking the gym floor while I'm training, I always take the opportunity to like ask them like where I could sort of make adjustments on. Cause like, obviously my forte is with running. And I mean, I'm not saying by, I'm by any means perfect running, but like I, I know quite a lot about running, but when it comes to weightlifting, like particularly like the really intricate things about like lifting heavy and stuff like that, it's about having an open mind and accepting the fact that you're going to fail. And like, like last week, I went for a um, I went for a squat one rep at 
115 or something like that. And I failed miserably, dropped it on the pins, and I'm pretty sure the whole fucking gym was looking at me. But like it was, it was one of those things. I was like, I've like I I looked at where I needed to make the changes and work. I'm going away and going to work on them for the next sort of three four weeks, and then I'm going to make another attempt. And it's like it's the same thing with if you fall off the wagon with your nutrition. Apart from getting a new horse, you've also got to like assess what triggered that fall. Like it's why I get a lot of my clients doing like like food diaries and like not only just um sort of tracking like sort of the calorie content but also like the emotional reaction it provokes because then you can identify the thought patterns that are linked to periods of binge eating or periods of skipping meals and stuff like that and it's and it's there where you sort of find the best opportunities for growth so yeah if in doubt take the leap i'll take the leap indeed um as well and you get you get nowhere by taking cautious steps as well like you could apply that to um i mean obviously it's good to be cautious because you don't <laughs> you don't want to keep changing and taking risk after risk after risk but if there's something you know deep down that you you have a passion for or like you feel like you could be in a better happier place by taking that jump um then why not do it exactly being the best person you can be and if that's elsewhere it's like when you left axer isn't it oh, like obviously you were you had a job you had a stable like nine to five like probably earning quite decent money but like you weren't happy and you took that leap of faith into the unknown of becoming p becoming a pt if you do a job for if you do a job job for money reasons you will never never make a lot of money and you won't know. find true happiness exactly and like the you know the passion side of things is you know as well like you won't have to work a day in your life again if if you are taking that taking that leap into into the unknown um as i say um i remember say same with like starting the gym you know like and start starting personal training with my old coach like if i didn't if i didn't feel crap about myself you know um he was very much like you know, you you know you, this. This is the reason why you're doing it. You're doing it for your mental health. You're doing it for this reason. You're doing it for that reason. If you don't do it, yours. You know, you're still going to be drinking. You're still going to be spending your money on a lot of things that are like liabilities. You're not investing in yourself. Um, because I used to I used to spend money in things that gave me temporary happiness. So, like as I said, alcohol or um just like basically a quick fix um but when when i knew i could invest in myself you know by changing sort of career the relationship i was in at the time loads of other loads of other things in my life like control all the variables it put me in a lot more of a com more comfortable place but as i was saying when you're when you're then making that change, it's then it's then important not to get too comfortable in that next phase in your life and always like looking for an opportunity to grow. And you will have that fear in doing so because you feel like you sacrificed so much to be in your current position. But then you've then got to decide is now the time to make that next leap? Yeah. Or is it am I gonna stay where I currently am? 
and not necessarily at the moment guys I feel like I'm a step short of my happiness I feel like I'm you're nearly there but you're not quite there I feel like I'm nearly there but I'm not quite there and and a lot of things are accepting that I want to that I want to change but um it's it's a big it's a big chance that you take because obviously because obviously I I love I love what I do and I'm not saying that I'll give I'll give that up I'm I'm saying more I want to give myself more time alongside doing what I love to do because at the moment where I'm like basically committing time to the to the gym as well I just don't feel like I'm giving myself a lot of time off off for myself which then obviously impacts how I you know conduct myself on a daily basis so and it makes me want to it makes me want to escape because I get to a period where I'm so exhausted and I can't sleep and and stuff and like then my anxiety starts and then my IBS starts and then I'm like in such a bad place um physically and mentally then then it affects my training um then it affects how I talk to people it affects how I talk to my parents it affects how I talk to to everyone I shut myself off like my mate my mate who I met the other day, who I haven't met in two, I haven't seen in two years. He says, "You're holding, you're holding something back from me, and you won't say what it is." And I'm like, "Mate, like how how the hell do you know?" But he, he's like, he's one of those friends that's very um, like I don't have to see him a lot, but he'll know like an emotional change in me. That's a pretty cool relationship to have, and I I have quite a few people I can think off the top of my head um like like particularly my sister like Mm. you can literally like i mean i haven't seen her in like six months and i know that she came back tomorrow i mean she's coming back in the middle of july pick up lucy g back in t wells um but like i know that as soon as she comes home i wouldn't have to say a single thing she could look at me about five seconds she'd know exactly how happy i was mm. exactly sort of what was pranging me out what was wrong in my life like it's crazy like having those people that know you better than you know yourself it's fucking scary but at the same time it's i mean I- me and h are very much like that already to be fair um i think it was just the fact that he hasn't seen me in so long and he remembers yeah back when like me two years ago when i was in a like I was in a really happy place, I think, at the time that I met, I last met up with him. But um, I think when you when you have those people you don't see for a fuckload of time, like they notice the biggest changes. Whereas people who see you maybe once a month or once every couple of months, like they see they see a more gradual progression. Whereas like like for example, I haven't seen my be- my, my best mate from school, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, big up Benny Brennan. Um, I haven't seen him in like maybe two years, year and a half. Yeah, mm. I reckon about a year and a half. And like, I feel like it's your best friend, like your absolute like best friends from childhood, from like school times. They you know barely, you so well, but you barely see. But when you do see him, it's like it's like you saw him yesterday. It's like you're checking in with the Dalai Lama. Like it's it's literally like <laughs> it's literally like oh my god, he freaking knows. It's like, like he knows me on like, it's like mind games thing. But it's so it's so true. It's so true though. But he was he was saying, look, let let it out to me. Like say how you feel. And, and because he was he's kind of like that because I don't see I haven't seen him that regularly. 
I felt like I could just talk to him and he wasn't going to go and feed it back to my parents. I felt like he wasn't going to feed it back to my other friends because he's like part of a, a yeah. different a different group. I, I, I felt like I could trust him because he wasn't going to say anything to other people. And um, because I guess if he hasn't seen you in a while, like... You may probably, have a different perspective as well. Exactly. It's probably quite hard for him. It Like, he'll probably judge it a little bit more... Um, Whatchamacall it? Uh, fucking hell. Um, okay. Impartially. That's the word. Impartially. Judge it a bit more impartially than your mates who you see on a more regular basis. Because I was literally like to him, I was like, I want to, I want to, I want to leave, I want to leave England. I want to go, I want to go traveling. I want to, I just want to go like away from Tunbridge Wells. I want to sit on a beach somewhere and just not have to think about life for a bit. Just because like, I felt, I felt like, I, where I'm trying to escape my head um, because I'm not controlling my happiness. Um, keeping it in check. Although, I I as I said, I love the side of things where I'm training clients and doing all of that. But the the other side, the other side of it, you know, having to do like pumps and spins and all of that, it just doesn't it just doesn't interest me anymore. I got right, guys. We just have to pause because like. Liam had a stitch and while Liam had a stitch I'm just scrolling through my Instagram feed and this thing popped up from four hours ago Pure Jim Tunbridge Wells have you tried Liam's pump class if not you are missing out he is motivating enthusiastic and brings good vibes what does good vibes mean mate that is some textbook overhead pressing right there yeah look I've got the grit of the teeth Oh, mate, yeah. mate, look at the, look at the, uh, yeah. yeah, but look at the deadlift. Oh, look, he's about to go down. Into it. He's rolling the shoulders back. He's getting he's looking there. down. He's, he's keeping that new. Best, 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 best friends. Oh, mate, yeah. Make use of them. Make use of them. Like honestly, if you, if you're struggling, like I, everyone has someone, and I promise you, everyone does have that one person who, like, if you're struggling to make a big decision in life. Like just ask for their opinion. You don't necessarily necessarily have to take it as God's word, but like just ask for their opinion. And the other thing, like it comes back to this thing we were chatting about last week about when you're trying to work out like thought patterns and behaviors that link to your negative thinking. It's about writing it down and mapping it out. And the same thing applies for like making big decisions in life. Whenever I've made those big leaps of faith, both the ones that have gone right and gone wrong. I always do a SWOT analysis and it's like quite a it's quite a business businessy type thing, but you can apply it to any area of your life. And if if you're a bit like me where you're like quite like I like I like timetables and I like having the cutlery draw perfectly ordered and shit like that. If you're like that, I can't remember what the word is, then it might work quite well for you just writing your strengths the weaknesses, the opportunities and the threats of each situation. So whether you stay where you're at right now or whether you take that leap of faith and things that could potentially go wrong, i.e. the threats, the weaknesses, i.e. the things that would sort of have a negative influence on your life as a result of leaving your old position or a situation where you're at and then the strengths and the opportunities so what are the strengths of where you're at at the moment and what are the opportunities presented to you should you make that leap of faith i know that's a very long-winded description 
but it is really, really useful. And it's something that I use all the time whenever I make a big decision in life. Like, like when I make the decision to go down to eight ounce, that's exactly what I did. Mm. I was like, is it worth it? Particularly when they told me which shift I was going to drop. I mean, obviously, like, big up the Thursday morning spin crew. I am going to miss you a lot. But, like, I think it does give me a lot more opportunities. I've got to move on and be who I am. It's like high school musical, isn't it? But, um, oh my gosh, I know, 100%. I thought you were drawing the England flag there, and I was like, it's coming home. It's coming home. It's always coming home. Football's coming home. It's coming. Mate, kickoff, kickoff's only an hour away. That's huge. Yeah, boy. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, mate, wherever you are, wherever you are, football's coming home. It's coming home. Oh, by the way, like, as we're on the topic of the Euros at the moment, I want to speak directly to my cheeky mother, who, because I haven't been at home a lot because I've been working so much, she decided to fly a Welsh flag out of my bedroom window. Now, I've got a couple of problems with this. Number one, I know it's your house, but it's my room, and I'm not representing the Welsh flag from my room. I am flying the English flag because I'm not Welsh, I am English. Number two, in fact, yeah, that's it, really. I'm pissed. And it, so if you see, if you walk down Hillview Road in Ross Hall and you see a Welsh flag flying from a bedroom window, it's fake, it's false. I do not support Wales. I support England because I'm English. Rant over. Oh, mate. Like, it gives me such good flashbacks to the Euros because when we... Oh, no, it wasn't the Euros. Well, 2018. 2018, that was the World Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. 2018 was the World Cup. Um, we were. I remember we were watching it because me and my sister were on a road trip in Wales and watching in this, like, rural Welsh pub. I was watching the England Columbia game. Do you remember it? Oh, mate, penalty shootout. Yeah, penalty. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We were the only English people in the fucking um, pub, and we got all of these like Welshies around us, just like fucking banging for Columbia. And me and Lucy just sitting in the corner, just like I mean, we'd been drinking all day, so we were absolutely steamed. But we were like sitting in the corner, just like it's coming, <laughs> it's coming. And then it got a bit louder than Dyer smashing. So. Oh, mate. Moments, all of those moments to come starting in oh shit it's now less than an hour bang it huge what's coming home what are you up to this week mate? um well I'm watching well, the football in a minute celebrate celebrate my dad's 65th because you know Stevie D's got you know got games so I needed to get him some whiskey and some some like sensation peanuts so he was living for the spice, you know, the sweet the chili, boy. the sweet chili peanuts, and the pretzels and the pork scratches. He, he's, oh, he's, you know, he loves the salt, he's, he's having he the sodium. sodium so, um, bless him. I'm saying to him, you know, like he's always saying to me about, oh, yeah, I want to lose, you know, I want to lose weight and stuff. And there's me buying him like freaking copious amounts of cheese, pretzels, freaking <laughs> like whiskey, and yeah. It's, yeah. it's, I think, I feel like with your parents, it's a slightly, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, because, like, I remember like, my mum and dad have both been, like, a multiple times since I became a PT. They're like, oh, right, let's do this. Let's lose a bit of timber. Yeah, and then you let's, go out in the back garden. And, like, and, and then, like, so, like, you get a couple of weeks in there. They're doing really, really well. But then, like, you get to a Friday, and you've been working all week. And you're like, oh, 
I feel guilty. You know, I'm going to I'm going to buy a bottle of wine and a really nice block of cheese. And it's just, and it's just like um, I was going to say as well, like on the um, on the fear side of things, like going back going back to the um, the original original topic is that if you feel like you're really struggling really struggling and like there's a that you're in like two minds you're often at that point just before you're about to reach like true success and i can't remember if i said that already in the episode but if you're if you're literally like you're, you're being knocked down a few pegs like you're about to be like oh i don't know what to do it i don't know what to do it do i go for it do it fucking take that leap do it like Jonathan Edwards in long jump or triple jump, he was a, he was an Olympian guy. It's like Jonathan Edwards. Is it Jonathan Edwards? No, Welsh dude. Yeah. Greg Greg, Wuther- Greg, Greg Rutherford Jones as well. Greg Rutherford. Johnny Edwards. No, no, no. Jonathan Edwards was a rugby player for Wales. No, 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 no. That no, yeah. like he was an old long jumper as well. Was he? Yeah, way back. He was a silver fox. I thought you talking about the Welsh captain of the rugby team. Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> Edwards. Um, right thanks for listening team and uh yeah we will try and get another episode out towards the end of the week but we are busy so appreciate the patience please everything (laughs) advise and we shall leave you with that keep it spicy peeps keep it spicy goodbye oh my god the right time to say goodbye